Welcome to the Interviews Podcast. Welcome, Interisti, to episode 67 of the Interviews Podcast. I am one half of your co-hosting duo, John Marco Paterno. Alessandro's not with us, so I had to recruit two guys who've both been on this show previously. Both have amazing insight. Both bring passion that you haven't experienced from me or Alessandro. Okay, maybe not that. But anyway, I did have to bring back Nick Diani, who now once again reclaims the lead for most episodes from NEMA. Uh, and then I also brought another Nick, Nick Costa, who's a diehard Interisti and also a co-host of the Brotherly Pod. Um, if you're a hockey fan and you like to cry about the Philadelphia Flyers, you can come listen to his rants. They are hilarious. I don't think I've laughed. Well, actually, when Nima and Carlo go at it, I laugh at that hard, too. But <laughs> when uh, hearing Nick go off on the Flyers, at least when they were terrible, was uh, some of the highlights of my, my year last year. But thank you guys for hopping on and kind of filling in for Alessandro. We're going to recap this Derby de Italia. What a match. What a, 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 I guess, a tactical chess match, you can call it, between these guys, uh, Simone and, uh, and Allegri. But uh, yeah, Nick, you are, well, I should say, Nick Diani, you are the, uh, I guess, the, the unbiased person. What, like, may, maybe at, not as biased as the two of us would be. What do you think of the game? It was uh, about as exciting of a, a one-goal game as you could hope for, I think. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, you guys will have to tell me differently. You know, you're you're a little bit closer to it than I am, but certainly, um, you know, a lot of lead-up to this match, previewed it myself on, on our show, and um, everybody was excited, and I don't think it disappointed, at least from a neutral standpoint. I think there was... A, you know, a battle between the two best coaches in the league, a battle between the two best squads in the league, a battle between probably the two best midfields in the league. And, and that's what we saw play out. And I don't, you know, I'm not going to take, uh, take words out of your guys's mouth, but I can't imagine you have anything to be upset about from an inter perspective because it was pretty much flawless from start to finish. I don't really think anybody had a, a poor game. Um, they held Juve to almost no chances. I don't even know if they had a shot on target. Um, couldn't couldn't ask for much more. I mean, there was a few moments of danger, but the defenders swooped in when they needed to. And um, yeah, it was fun to watch. It. Happy to to not have to sweat it out anyway. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely sweating it out. And yeah, I can't even think if they did have a shot on goal. I guess I, I could look that up. But one, I, it was one. They've one credited shot on target. And I can't even I couldn't even tell you who took the shot. So the fact that we were able to kind of limit them from having any real danger, I think the only real dangerous opportunity they had was that chance with McKenney, who I mean just diced up Bastoni and it kinda I got a little upset, but you know what? I mean, we were able to Pavar was able to to cut down on Vlaovic and kinda well, he had a poor first touch too. He mm-hmm. should have fired that first time. I don't know why he didn't. Um, but he had a poor first touch and it got away from him. Pavard closed him down. So that's the only time I remember really having any nervy moment. But yeah, for the most part, I was yeah very, very pleased with the performance. Uh, Nick, what about you? Costa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 
I was really caught, not caught off guard. I was just a little surprised that um, I felt like Juve played to not lose. Like I thought they're going to be a little more aggressive. Like we, that was the big talking point leading up to the game was they need to win to, because Inter has a game in hand. They need the points. Like a tie really wouldn't do them very good. And, you know, the first quarter of the game, I think what they say, like Inter had 80% of the ball or something like that. Yeah. And Juve didn't get a sniff until that um, that Vlaovic chance where luckily uh, he was playing with two left feet yesterday. Um, and that chance shouldn't have even happened if Mkhitaryan didn't try and force a ball into traffic. Um, other than that, uh, and then and then there was one chance in the uh, in the second half where like the that like swooping cross into the six yard box that got cleaned up. Um, yeah, but yeah, I thought Inter controlled the midfield. I thought Yildiz was useless yesterday. Uh, Rabio didn't do anything. I felt like all their Kostic, who's carved up Terrible. Inter a couple of times, Darmian and Pavard shut him right down. When he came out of the game, I felt actually pretty good. But yeah, yeah. I just I felt I felt like Inter controlled the game. And aside from two Juve chances, I just wish Inter could have been a little more clinical to put the game away. Yeah, no, I would agree with everything you just said there, especially with the not being clinical. You know, I think that's we as Interisti have, have seen how that's come back to bite us, especially against <laughs> oh. Juve. And I was, I, I yeah, to say I was nervous would be an understatement. You know, seeing how we had that opportunity with that glorious pass from Hakan Chalanogo, which we can talk about more in detail in a Oof. little bit. But you know, DiMarco, as much as I love him, I, I kind of Bremer made a great play, sure. But I think mm-hmm. that if he would have put that out a little further yeah. ahead of him and maybe put a little bit more, more mustard on that that pass. That's an easy tap-in for... Tur- well, not with the way Chesney was playing. Maybe it's not an easy tap-in, but it could have been an easy tap-in um, had that been p- passed a little bit better. I think Hakan deserved uh, you know, his secondary uh, hockey assist since we're all hockey fans here. you know, mm-hmm. He did deserve that one. Um, but yeah, no, it was... Uh, it was an interesting match for sure. Uh, and let's let's dive into like the first half here. You know, we saw it kind of looked like, like you said, uh, Costa, that, you know, they were not looking to go for the game, which was surprising. I, I did expect, I, I know that they're going to want to absorb pressure and allow, you know, people to kind of fall into a trap. And then Allegri would like to hit you on the, whether it be a counter, but kind of like expose your weaknesses and then be able to to get a goal from there. It didn't feel like that at all. It really felt like we had full control of that first half. Um We'll start with you, Nick Diani. Anything that you may have noticed or, or you know, that kind of stood out to you in that first half? I think um, you guys hit the nail on the head. Uh, I mean, it was uh, Chalanaglu show, right? I mean, he he pretty much um, dominated on the ball. I mean, I thought Barella had a really, really strong game. He was everywhere. He was noticeable. Um and I've been critical of him as a as a non-Inter fan just because, you know, to me, if you're going to run around with a, a world-class label, which I, I think he does deserve, you got to show world-class performances in games like this and um, hasn't always done that. But I think this year he's found the consistency that he's maybe been lacking uh, game in and game out. So this was a, a strong performance from him. Um, and I think the only thing, Inter will be upset about in the first half is they didn't get a second goal. I mean, mm. um, you know, 
everything was kind of set up to go that way. And like you said, a couple of uh, pretty good um, plays by uh, Bremer and, and Juve's D in general. I mean, I think they, they played about as well as they could, right? Uh, it's tough. I'm trying to trying to bring a Juve perspective to this, right? <laughs> I, I think, um, you know, you lost the game one nothing. You gave up a goal in the first half. You, you kind of responded by not allowing anything more, but they didn't really feel like they were ever in it either. It's it's just so – it felt like a formality, right? Like the, in the lead-up to this game, it's like uh, – sorry, I don't know any other way to bring it this way. And, and Nick, I don't know if you better or not, but – like Inter was a pretty heavy favorite in this game, and it felt like it played out exactly as the odds dictated. Like it, they were the home team, they were the favorite, they're on form, first place. You know, you know, you could put potentially seven points between you guys, and there was no surprises in this game. So I mean, n- nobody stood out, but everybody stood out. If that makes sense. I, I mean, that first half just kind of set the tone, and Juve never got into it. Um, you know. Lavic, we mentioned that bad touch, but he looked poor. Yield is, you guys mentioned. I just think the moment was too big for him. I, I have to imagine Kiesa was hurt because I couldn't understand That's the only why thing Max that makes James sense. coming yeah. back from injury. Yep. Okay. I mean, uh, you know, no reason for him to start in this game. Uh, I know Milik's suspended, so I guess that, that probably makes sense. Keen, I think, is hurt or transferred and go through whatever. So just a, <laughs> it was a tough spot for Juve and moral victory i guess for them but i i just think that the tone that inter set in that first half just you know it, nobody stood out but everybody stood out nick what about you costa <laughs> I gotta... yeah um the the, the yeah the, the chalanalu pass you know we can hang that in the louvre uh that was one of the best passes Unreal. like okay. first of all I'm pretty sure it was like two touches at best. I just watched the highlights again. He he was getting pressured, and he put that ball on a rope. DeMarco, in stride, did one touch pass, and again, a ball length more forward, and that's exactly where it needs to be. Um, and yeah, I felt like, aside from the, the McKenney chance where uh, Vlaovic mistouched it, which we've talked about, um, I felt like just Juve was just so deliberate when they got the ball. And both halves, Inter did an incredible job of getting guys back and getting in position, and Juve had nothing. Nothing. I mean, I felt going into halftime, I thought, well, if this is how they're going to come out in the second half, well, we have this. I, I really... Obviously, we're all going to get stressed when our team is up one nothing late in the game, no matter what sport you're watching. But I truly didn't think, oh shit, like they're going to pull something out here. Like it was pretty, pretty slow paced by Juve. Yeah, the only thing that I was actually worried about was like a ball being like ping ponged in the, uh-huh. the six yard box and just somehow ending up in the back of the net. Like that's literally the only way I thought that they were going to score. Um, Back to that pass by Hakan. I I tried thinking of a pass by any Inter player that I could remember, and nothing came to mind right off the top of my head. I'm sure if I like dug up archives of of stuff from Schneider or something. I mean, listen, he was my favorite player. I'm sure I could find a Wesley. Actually, yeah, I could. Right, it just hit me. The Schneider ball to Eto against Chelsea at yes. at Stamford Bridge might be the only one that was like pretty much like that. I got and, another one. 
You got another one? Yeah, the, the Scudetto winning season, the second goal, Bastoni to Barella, caught him on the run. Oh, man. Wow. You're spot on. Yeah, that's another. That was a beautiful a, pass. That one to Juve. I mean, to Juve, to Barella, yeah, was... was. But those are the only two I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, that's... But that ball, I think because of the way you see it slice and bend, oh. like, it literally, like, takes, like, the an The window was move. so small. I mean, dude, yeah, it was look such at a it small over and window, over. Like, it's like... And the fact that he hits him perfectly in stride, like, huh. DiMarco didn't have to slow down. He didn't have to, like... He wasn't leaning, up or trying to catch yeah, it. Yeah. It was perfect. I mean, my goodness, it that that pass deserved a goal yeah. at the end of it, and I, it's a shame that we listen. DiMarco hasn't really felt like himself this season, or looked like himself um, with some of the passes and crossing he's had. I think when he, when it's such a strength of yours, and then you're not doing it week in and week out, it kind of looks like your your spot can be can be taken and. I think the only reason that DiMarco does start is because Augusto doesn't have any type of crossing or passing in his uh, in his repertoire. Like he, he's just a great defensive workhorse, though. I mean, when when he comes on, I know it's going to get shut down. That nobody's yep. going to be able to get past him. He is extremely hard worker, and I, and I love that about him. But um, so we go we go into the the first half. We go up one nil thanks to uh, Freddie Katz hooking us up with the OG. Um, I mean, listen for being a bricklayer. You know, to have that type of touch, to chest it in. I mean, it's fantastic. It really is. And, and I'm so happy that, that Freddie Katz uh, plays for Inter. You know, you know, Juve fans were saying that we we play with 12 men on the on the pitch. And yeah, we do. We do. When one of your defenders is uh, helping us out and scoring goals. So so thank you for that. Um, did, they, did I mention he's a bricklayer? I think I heard that. You think? I, yeah. It's no, come I, up maybe once or twice, right? It's pretty new um, information, though. So yeah, if you yeah. could, if you could go into detail about how I can he tell you his whole park, life story, actually, that'd be great. <laughs> he actually put a walkway at my nonna's house in Catania. I'm just, I mean, fantastic work, and you know. Anyway, um, a real craftsman, uh, truly, truly is a craftsman. I'm sure he would love to be using his hands on the pitch too, with the way he's able to to lay brick. But that was last year. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we go into the halftime one up on them. Um, like we said, we wish it would have been two, even three goals. Um, and I, I'm actually at peace, you know. Really, I'm I'm feeling good coming out of it. Like you said, uh, Nick Costa, that you know they just it didn't feel like anything was going to be able to be created by Juve. It felt like that they looked, they were more than okay, just kind of giving up and and at best settling for a tie. They were never going to actually go after it. Um, we come out in the second half. No changes are made to the the lineup, and um, I felt like we come out with with our foot on the gas right away. Like we were trying to get that that second goal early. Um, you know, we were we were pressing them, passing quickly. We had we had opportunities on the right side. Pavard had a few chances when he was marauding upward, and 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 Darmian was was drifting back. The only thing that scared me sometimes is when they would hit us on the counter. Darmian was the only one back. And he's not really the like the the quickest guy, mm-hmm. so Pavard had to really like hustle back. Um, but he was fantastic in the second half. Like some amazing tackles, really was really good on um, really closing down Kostic, not giving him any room to breathe. Um, yeah, what about you know for either one of you guys, what kind of stood out for you in the second half there? Go ahead. 
Yeah, so uh, listen, I'll agree. I think Pavarda, it's probably his match of the season, right? I think all three guys were awesome 100%, in the back. Yeah. Um, and the the one thing I got to say that the that the second half left me with is um, from an Inter standpoint, not news to you guys. I, I think I said it last time I was on with Alessandro. They really, I feel like they're missing a striker. Like they're missing one guy they can count on to come off the bench get a goal, ice the game, something like that. Because as good as Lautaro's been, as good as Thuram have been, you know, there's going to be a dry spell, right? I I mean, I hate to say it, don't shoot the messenger, but eventually Lautaro's going to go through two, three games where he doesn't score. And Mm -hmm. that to me is the... We're going to count this as one, though. This is the first one of that two or three. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is, right? (laughs) Um, But I, I think that's the only thing this team left me wanting if if i'm a fan it's like arnatovich listen we know who he is we know his limitations alexis even more so hey you're so, a bologna fan you got to be supporting arnatovich hey uh <laughs> listen he i think the guy had one good season his entire career right if we put it all together so um <laughs> back at stoke city <laughs> maybe probably so that, bremen if we're being honest but right. so yeah that that was a the kind of the only critique i have um just of the inter team. And I think, you know, it's, it could be the only flaw that they have. Um, and then if I'm looking from Juve, if I'm Allegri, again, I've, I've been a, I don't want to say a supporter of his, but it's funny. The Allegri out people to me over the past couple of years are like on a new level, because this is not the same Juve that we all grew up with. This isn't even the same Juve of five years ago. So what he's done with the team that he has in front of him, I, I think is nothing short of miraculous, but he deserves criticism for this game from start to finish for the whole 90. And I think that's even compounded in the second half. Don't know what the hell he was thinking with the subs. I mean, obviously he, he brought KS on when he felt that was the right time, but I don't think he made another sub till the 90th minute. So um, you guys hit the nail on the head at the start of the show. They just were in it to try to get a point. Try to not get embarrassed. I mean, okay, mission accomplished, but you walked away with zero, and it didn't look like they were even trying to to get that equalizer. Yeah, I mean, he has them set up well defensively, and that's his that's his calling card. But to have nothing going forward like that, some of it's on the player, some of it's on him. Like his tactics, sometimes he's just so archaic. When an Inter is just getting the ball and pinging it around them with the triangles and just. Oh, just ran all over him. Like the midfield was overrun. Yep. It, it was a it was a masterclass by the midfield trio. Again, the final pass was a little lacking by Mkhitaryan and Bardella. Um, you mentioned Darmian. He's as steady as she goes on that on that right side. I mean, he really doesn't offer much going forward, and I'm okay he, with yeah, that. Yeah, he offers like nothing. But yeah, but um, hey, he'll, he'll shut it down. And in an in Inzaghi system, the center backs can go get up and he hangs back it's it, it, it works fine for me because he's he's great at shutting down the opposition um and uh i just lost train of thought but yeah i mean uh, somer could have taken a nap yesterday and and not been bothered this we literally could have played Aldero, and i don't think anything would have would have been there just because nothing was happening you know like there was nothing to worry yeah. about not that i would ever want to see Aldero out there no like, i would but- i would rather him be punted to the moon um, but yeah, it was, it was crazy to see how just comfortable that win was. 
Um, I mean, I'm sure, yes, we were all nervous as fans because with with this matchup, anything happens. There's always some kind of BS last second goal that you just shake your head at. Like, how is that possible? But um, yeah, very, very pleased, pleased with the performance. Like you said, with, with Darmian, I mean, the guy is, I always refer to him as a Swiss army knife. Mm. You could literally just whip him out in an emergency and he can play anywhere. If you need him on the right, you need him in right center back. He could play left wing back if, yeah. if absolutely needed left center back. I mean, the guy has done it all for us in the past. And listen, I know he's compared to what he's done in the past for us on that right wing back spot going forward and being able to get assists, chip in with goals. It feels like he's just abandoned that completely. And maybe that's, I said it on the last episode that it could just be him recognizing what he can and cannot do anymore and if he's playing too far forward he may get tired more, more quickly and then not be able to be as solid defensively and now Pavar, with the way he plays on the right he is able to go forward and be mm-hmm. that that offensive presence there he had a few crosses that were i mean just on a platter i'm surprised like we didn't you know that first one actually from the first half that where that dimarco just like fluffed and just yeah. Hit it straight in the ground. I oh. mean, that was a perfect cross, really, from from Pavard. To put that All in. the money. It was all yeah. the money. Yeah. Like, I mean, Lauti was giving him props for that. Uh, obviously, he was vital to setting up the goal. Um, I actually thought when he was lining up that bicycle that that was going to be top corner. Like, I just got so excited thinking he was going to bury that. And then, you know, we saw what happened. And listen, that, that, that caused chaos in the box, so yep. I'm 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 thrilled with his performance. He had two incredible stops: one on Chiesa, one on Kostic. Which I think if Chiesa, he literally like came up to Chiesa and put his left foot behind his right foot to kind of poke the ball out, took it right off his foot, was able to get it going to to Dumfries on the right. I mean, if he gets beat there, Chiesa's in on goal. It's him and Vlaovic against you know a Cherby. That would have been a nightmare. Like with their pace coming at him, I don't know what would have happened, but Pavard was easily the best, in my opinion. I mean, Hakan was phenomenal too, but in my opinion, Pavard was the man of the match. Um, if people want to tell me Hakan, I'm not going to get upset because, yeah, he could easily have been that way. Um, but yeah, this was this was a, a I think a great performance, top to bottom. I mean, we had opportunities in the second half. We saw what. I forgot. Was it Di Marco or Bastoni who gave the cross to Barella that he got that like save with his like toenail? Like I mean, I, I I when I see that shot, and let me tell you, I don't think there's a player on Inter when if they're going to volley a ball, I feel better about than Barella because when he does lock it in and get that clean, I mean, we saw what he did against Lecce last year. Um, with that goal, or what, was it Lecce or was it Frosinone? It was one was of the it two. It was Lecce. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Lecce. I'll have to look it up, but you know that he or was it the right home on game against Lecce. I think you're right. Never mind. It was What's a home on? game, and he was yeah. right on the edge of the 18, and he buried yeah. that. I thought he was going to do the same thing this with this one, um, but again, Chesney was he was probably their man of the match, to be honest. Oh yeah, for, yeah, for Juve awesome. with yeah, he was he was phenomenal. I mean, he's had a good year. Quite he honestly. really has. Like, listen, I, I I don't like anyone at Juve except for maybe Bremer, and that. But I'm liking him less because of the things he says about why he didn't come to Inter. And, and what's he said? He, he said he made the right choice by going to Juve and stuff. Oh, okay. and, and you know, like just 
Yeah. It's like okay, like you, yeah. you you were you were bending over for us and saying how badly you wanted to come here, and then all of a sudden, like because your owner is uh you know greedy as hell, he he wants money right away and didn't want to wait. All of a sudden, you're a diehard Juventino, but it is what it is. You're named after an Inter player, which is hilarious to me. But anyway, um, I forgot was where I was going yesterday. with that. He, well, he, he was, was good. He was really he, good. No, he was so good. He really, I mean. He's a beast back there. It it breaks my heart because to think of a back line of Pavard, Bremer, and Bastoni. Ooh. I don't think we would have uh, the clean sheet record would have been thirty eight for us. Like I don't think we would have allowed a goal if if no. Bremer's back there. To be honest, like that's the only way no. I could think of it. I mean, I, I thought the three of them is, had a good game. Now that you say that, though, because you're you talking you're about Juve's three or? about the Juve's three. Quite honestly, I mean, obviously own goal aside from Gatti's own goal. I mean, yeah, I think he was solid defensively. They dealt and with he, an awful lot. Now that, they now that and you're then replaying he took a shot. you're talking about all these crosses that came in, all these balls mm-hmm. over the box, it's like, yeah, they kind of did all right. There was a, a couple times, though, where, where Gatti lost his man, though. Um, oh, yeah, he's somebody the, the DiMarco chance, yeah, he, he, got, he got open there. Um, no, Danilo was the one who... who... Oh, no, well, he lost him on Pavard doing the... Uh, no, that was Bremer. Bremer lost Pavard. That was Bremer, yeah. Yeah. But man, yeah, like I mean, overall their back three was was pretty solid. I mean, listen, yeah. I don't want to give them too much credit. You know, obviously <laughs> we won the game, but yeah, like I think that was really their best. Um, what would Here, you call it? it? Their, their so, best grouping of players was their defense. Their midfield was was useless. Yeah. Useless. Their, fo- their forward line. I mean, no. it's so funny. Like there was times when when Vlaovic was at Fiorentina that I thought, oh, he's the perfect guy to replace Lukaku. In big games, I don't notice him. It's easy for him to score against these like mid-table teams, but I don't notice him doing this against yep. Milan. I don't notice him doing this. Uh, I can't remember him scoring against Roma. I think he scored maybe once uh, against Lazio. Yeah. I don't know, Nick. You could tell me, but in the cup um, for sure. Yeah, scored, and last game too. Yeah, he scored against us uh, in the first in, game. In the in the first game, yeah, and then, which was like, all because of Dumfries being able to trap a ball with nobody around him, and it led yeah, to the counter rush because Dumfries is one of the worst footballers I've ever fucking seen in my life. He literally chested it uh, down. Now I see why you're on the show. <laughs> now I see why you got the invite, Nick. That's yeah. it. That's I, it. I start getting upset. Yeah, he always backs me up on. on We're all on East Dumfries. Coast boys. We all get upset about that shit when our players fuck up. I mean, we all, that we was all one hate of Dumfries, the most. Yeah. That was one of yeah, the worst exactly. mistakes I've ever seen. Like unpressured, no one around him turnover. He just that was chested yeah. forward for Vlaovic to just. I think and then a, when he runs back, he covered. He covered no one when he ran back for his mistake. He covered yeah. no one. So yeah, that that was Vlaovic's only goal against. Well, I think he scored in the Copa when we beat he them. Scored, he scored. In, he scored in the Copa Italia. Yeah, final. And then these. I think these are the only two goals he scored. Mm-hmm. For Juve against, Inter. I mean, he scored with Fiorentina, obviously. Um, but yeah, like that's that's it. And this one was like just an ugly, yeah, he was ugly nowhere. goal. But yeah, he's he's just, I don't I don't see the hype with him. I really don't. And it's not because I dislike Juve. It's I I really don't see the compare. Like when people were trying to put him up there with Holland and or 
any other young striker. Listen, I'll take him over Darwin Nunez. Lautaro, any of those guys. He was. Yeah, he but was I'll in- take. I'll take. I'll t- obviously I'll take Lautaro. That's not even a question. Yeah. Osiman, I'll take a hundred times of out of a hundred over over Vlaovic. That, that this is who you heard him mentioned with, which was nuts to me. And you mentioned it's, you just nailed it, Johnny. I think um, I've been in a couple battles over the last month with this. He scored against Salernitana twice. He scored against Frosinone. He scored against Roma. He scored against Sassuolo. He scored against Lecce. Or I don't even know if he scored. Those are just games where Juve the Lecce goal played was, well. They they completely lost him in coverage. They were shown before the game. Right. They were like, oh, watch out for Vlaovic, and they showed the play. It's like they completely lost him in coverage. He was yeah. wide open. And I, I don't the, even know if he scored in all of those games. But like those are the, these are the performances <laughs> that where everybody was like, oh my god, he's back. He's this. He's the there. game against the game okay. against Sassuolo with that free kick goal. Any other goalkeeper saving yes. that? I don't know what oh, Fonsili is doing. Both goals in that game. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, both of them. Like well, Kiesa's goal was a. Yeah, but then right. people act like, listen, I, I don't, I don't understand. I know Napoli and and Juve fans like to go at it because of their players, Osiman and Cavada against Vlaovic and Chiesa. I will take Napoli's duo any day of the week. Or like Cavada's goal. I, listen, I was, I was giving them a hard time because I, I like to troll Nima over, you know, the goal he scored against. It, it's Hellas, you know, it's not like it's the greatest team, but I just he has this spark and this ability to score out of nothing and just be able to take a ball and turn. I don't see that with Chiesa. I don't see that a potential with Chiesa. He had a great Euro run, was was massive for us, especially after Spinazzola went down. But I can't think... Uh, I don't, I, Chiesa doesn't I don't do anything see him as me. a goal scorer, quite honestly. I think people want him to be so badly because... Italy doesn't have one because, you know, Juve needs somebody else. We got got a taggy, baby. He's scoring all the goals for us. Just reality. So, you know, you've seen guys like Bale and Ronaldo convert from wing and and score goals. That's that's like FIFA, right? Like that that happens. Mm. Yeah. And Ronaldo's a unicorn. You know what I mean? Like this isn't happening again. So they need to calm down with the expectations on, on what Chiesa should and shouldn't be doing. But to your point, Gianni, Cavada is more of a natural goal scorer. And I think it's just reality. I mean, the numbers support it, right? The proof is there. We've seen it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to uh, back to the second half there. Yeah, we had we had two clear cut chances that were saved by Chesney. I I don't know about you guys. I know for me and maybe it's maybe I'm just clinging to nostalgia because of what I thought. Arnatovic would be for this team. Like I thought him and Balotelli would be the front line for the next decade. Uh back in 2010. You know, I I, I remember watching videos of uh Arnatovic at FC Twente where I thought this guy is like a better version of Ibrahimovic. I was sold. I was totally locked in. I thought this guy was gonna be in first of all, his control, his dribbling. I thought he was going to be massive for us. And when he had that opportunity, that ball that got played to him, I thought, boom, that's it, 2 nothing. And Chesney just makes the most insane save. A lot of people hate on Arnautovic, and I, I get it. He deserves some. Like, he hasn't been... First of all, I never expected him to be anything, like, truly unbelievable. I think because of the price tag associated with him, there's higher expectations. I didn't think he was worth ten million. I remember in the summertime talking about it with Alessandro, saying like three to four, I'm okay spending because, you know, that's kind of what I expected him to be worth. And and for us to dish out ten, I think people expected more from him. I don't know. Listen, I played striker. Where where are you putting that ball? 
Like, unless you try to chip Chesney, like, literally slow it down and chip him, I don't think you're... You would have had to open up a little bit more, and then there's a chance that you hit it with your heel, and you don't put it into that left corner. I Like, I don't know what he could have done differently there. I, and maybe, maybe maybe I'm trying to defend him. I don't know, but what do you guys think of that that opportunity? I just think Chesney was locked in, right? It was uh, just a, one of those freak saves. Not freak saves. I mean, a little bit of luck, a lot of it skill, but it's one of those games where he wasn't going to get beat easily. He wasn't going to get beat by a shot. It just didn't, didn't happen for him I, more so than anything else. I think if he uh, is in that position, you know, seven, eight, nine out of ten times, he's probably doing a little bit better. Uh, it's yeah. in the result, not not in what he did. Yeah, himself. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. The result is is probably better. I, maybe if he takes a little off of it and just places it a little more to the corner. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sometimes, and it drives me nuts watching professionals do it, where they like, they try and blast the ball when it's when all you really got like that's what Balotelli was so good at. Balotelli sometimes would just pass the ball into the net, no matter where he was playing. God, I love Balotelli. Um, but yeah, Arnautovic has been certainly uh, snake bitten. And just in, just for for people to know, uh, Nick Costa still thinks Balotelli has a place to play on the national team. I, I, I take do. him right and, now. And he, I agree. Wait, wait, he, I co-sign that. I yeah, stand who else that is right now. Scoring goals, absolutely. You would you would do that right now? You think so? Yes. I, yeah. I haven't seen him play in like a year and a half, maybe two don't years. Need to. Yeah, I don't either. Listen, I don't even know what club team he's on right. Now. I don't care. He's I'll in, take him. He's in Switzerland, right? Or, or he's in Switzerland? Switzerland? Not Switzerland. Oh, last I um, last I heard, he was in Switzerland. I didn't know if he was still there though. He was like I, FC Sion or whatever. I'll take. I him. think that's where he is. Um, I'll take him, dude. Who are you taking over him? You, you were taking Skamaka, who I see everybody no, I'm loves. Not ta- no, no, no. Yeah, if the options are Skamaka, Immobile, and I love Immobile probably more than anybody. He, he's. Penalty not, you know, listen, it, it is what it is. He's 35 years old. He's not, hasn't done it for the national team. You're not taking him. Uh, the other dude for Napoli right now that can't score for Raspadori. shit. Raspadori. Raspadori. Everybody seems to love him. He's okay. I think he has talent. I think he can I think play he's a, a left. I think he's a left winger. I don't think yeah. that he can actually play he's as a central. He's too little to play in the middle. He's too little. Yeah. So who are we taking? Well, who, Balotelli. Listen, I would take I would take Balotelli, and then I would take Retegui because you know I love him as his backup. I, I agree. Be, I, I think that'd be. I'm not saying he's necessarily even going to start. I mean, now I was talking about fantasy land with Giesa. I think we're in fantasy land with Balotelli, but I think he deserves Aww. a spot on this roster. <laughs> I, I like. I honestly believe that he could be one of the six or seven best forwards that we have today uh, because they're because of a lack of options, not because total of, lack, total lack of options, but his. His ability to score, and then especially his ability to score penalties. I mean, we have missed so many recently. Why would you not want this guy? Head case aside, there's nobody who's going to want it more. There is nobody who's going to want it more. No, I don't think there's a guy who would play harder for the for the colors than than Barry Balotelli right now. I'm not, and I'm not. Listen, you you could say that's 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 crazy. Who are you playing? Like you guys said, like who are you playing? Realist, like we're we're going into the Euros. Why would you not want to give this guy a shot? Yeah, maybe not to be a, a bona fide starter, right. but the last 20, 25 minutes off the bench, yeah, you need a spark. You're not you're not getting it from Immobile, that fucking no. penalty merchant. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> Glorified penalty merchant didn't do shit for the national team when they won the Euro. 
except had one good game, the opening game. I'm sorry if you really yeah, think I'm listen, sorry. He, he, also, he also had one really good dive, sell job. Oh, he is then, a meme. And then and then boom, we score and he's up. I love <laughs> I love that. That video yeah, hey. gets me every time. Smoke show of a wife. Yeah, he's I mean, doing, don't, don't he's, he's don't doing good. Off. He's doing good off the pitch. He's doing nobody, good at home. Nobody's doing better than Lautaro, though. Let's be honest. No, no, nobody. Yeah, but it's. I mean, those are those are the facts. Who else are we bringing? I think these are the guys right now. Yeah, we we went. Listen, I, I think that's why Alessandro needs to host because he kind of reels things back in and doesn't allow it to go off like this. No, nope. I have had zero control. I've allowed. <laughs> we've gone off on Juve. We went to we went to Napoli and we're talking about Cavada and, and, and Osimhen, and now we just went off on Balotelli and the Italian national team. So, well, to be fair, we talked about Juve because that's who Inter just played. Uh, no, I, yeah. I know. Uh, like, how much more can we say about the game? I mean, not much. I mean, nah. really, there's there's not much to really go into there. Um, I don't like Mkhitaryan. I'll say that. I say it to Johnny all the time. I, I don't either. I don't either. I I think he, he didn't have a good game. I, I see people talking about him, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, he's so influential. He's so important to to Inzaghi." I'm like, "What is he doing that I, that I'm not seeing?" Ah, uh, like I think he's got pace. He does good, good work rate. He's got a yeah. great work rate, but I feel like his decision making is terrible in the final his, third. In the final third, and then his reaction time. Like, there's times where it's like, lay it off or move quick, and he yes. just doesn't think. Like, I don't know. I, He's so loose with the ball, it drives me insane. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's... He, he, he did the same thing against Fiorentina. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people were coughing it up in, against Fiorentina in the final third. But, like, I just feel like when the ball's in the final third, I don't want the ball at his feet unless it's him taking the last shot. I don't want him trying to thread the ball or doing a one-two with someone. He's just yeah. so no. If he, I don't mind him ball. being the one that, like, if, if Lautaro lays it off for him and he runs on and takes a shot, I'm okay with do him that. doing that. Yeah, but like, yeah, when he when he has to do any type of decision making or any type of yeah, like threading the needle with a pass through balls, I nah, please don't touch it. <laughs> Lay it off for somebody else. But again, he did. <laughs> he's my whipping boy. I always have a whipping boy on my one of have my teams. Have to have one. But you gotta. So he's mine. Ooh, but again, is he's it, still is he's it? still outworked everybody in the Juve midfield. You know what I mean? It's not like I yeah, think he yeah. stinks. He just. I no, just he think just he's he just so does loose. Little, he does he does little things that just upset me. Like you yeah. see the, the the talent, like he is an extremely talented player. But then there's just like, buddy, is your brain not connected to your feet? Like what's what are you <laughs> doing sometimes? Um, my whipping boy is obviously Denzel Dumfries. Like I just oh yeah, yeah, that's everybody. He did he did nothing wrong this game. Like I have no 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 bad things to say about him. So Huyan, you can calm down. Don't have to attack me in the group chat. Does he listen? Huyan listens. Hi, Huyan. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just, yeah, no. It, we're also going to do a comedy special coming up soon with uh, with Huyan and and Nima. Just uh, let Huyan talk. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen. Huyan's just going to talk, and I'm just going to have to keep my mouth shut because <laughs> there's times where I just want to strangle him. But He's a nice guy. No, he is a nice guy. He's just got terrible takes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need someone like that in your fan base. What do we, do so we? new segment, just pull up who Jan takes and we'll we'll read through. Them. We should so just we'll, we should, we'll we should just them. read some of his tweets. Like we, <laughs> we maybe we should do like a weekly segment and read read his tweets. That might actually I'm gonna ask if he wants to if he would allow us to do that. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, I like half it. time with Huyan. I love it. 
<laughs> that is a great name. Now he 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 uh he loves Dumfries. The only oh. one. <laughs> the only one. It's it's him and this other guy Julian are the only two people I know who truly defend Dumfries. Don't I, I just I, I don't get it. I don't so get let, it. Let Have you noticed you guys, that Inter has? Sorry, go ahead, Nick. No, no, no. Uh, let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the the host mic from you for a second. I, I want your take on Inter because we see it with all fan bases, and it, it never really makes sense to me. Obviously, everybody has their favorite players, but like, how yeah. do you feel Inter fans are when it comes to defending players over just accepting reality and wanting what's best for the team? Like, I'm I'm, I'm seeing it with like Juve fans and. Costage, I mean, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of it. You know, with uh, with Barella, especially this year. I think he's had a very up and down year for his standards. You know, he's been so amazing, and I th- and I think that I like I can be guilty of it at times where I'll defend him to the end of the earth. Um, and then there's other times where I mean, I listen. I, I do recognize when he has a bad game. I remember last year he had a bad game against I forgot who leading up to the Milan Derby. And I was like, yo, just bench him. Bench him for the Milan Derby. Like, make him realize, like, hey, like, these types of performances will not be tolerated. Like, yes, you are a key player, but I think that you need, you know, I, I can recognize that at times, but then I could also still, like, flip it a complete 180 and just want to, like, no, 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 like, Badella's the, the star boy. Don't ever sell him, you know. I'm seeing people tweeting about, like, oh, we might be selling him and we're going to buy Kepren Turam. And listen, I love Kepren Turam, but you do not sell Nicola Badella. I don't care no. what the offer is. Like, He's a centerpiece. Uh, him and Lautaro, to me, are the... Yep. And you know what? I'll, I'll make a case for, for Pavard right now, are the three guys that I would not sell under any circumstance. I, I just, you know, like, I'll, I'll sell Hakan before, and, and, that, and that might be crazy based on what we just saw with his last performance, but I'm also thinking about age. You know, like, not because I don't think that he's good enough to stay in the squad, but I think because he's 30 or approaching... He might be 29, going to be 30. Um... I would sell him, and then Bastoni. I would, I would actually be okay with selling, just because I feel like as a defender, as an actual defender, he's not very strong. Great on the ball, he can, he can do things, you know, with passing and crossing that no other center back can do, in my opinion. But if, if I'm war, like if I want to keep guys from scoring, he, he is a bit of a liability. Although he had a great game yesterday, which kind of like I was very surprised and very happy with. Um, minus him getting cooked by Weston uh, McKinney, aka the Hamburglar. You know, I just—I thought he had a good <laughs> game. By the way, just for what it's worth, I thought he was McKin- their best midfielder. McKinney was definitely their best midfielder, I, which is hilarious. All American players suck. And gotcha. Chalanoglu <laughs> turns thirty in three days. Okay, so I was—I was, I was kind of close. Yeah, February eighth is his birthday. He'll be thirty. But but I think a lot of us yeah, in the inter in the inter fan base can be very biased and very defensive. Oh, yeah, defensive we all have of, our guy. Our guy. Sure. Who's who's your yeah. guy, Nick? Uh, Zanetti. Okay. And Balotelli. Uh, okay, you're a little late. <laughs> I, uh, I gotta really think about that. Uh, I don't know. I I mean. Chalinalu, you, I mean, do you there, buy there's some... kids? Do you, do you buy blanks or do you buy do you buy players? So this on year, them? so this year I bought Bastoni. Uh, last year I bought Brozovic. That fucking worked out. He was gone the next year. You know what's funny is I was about to buy Brozovic's last year, yeah. and I'm so I, glad I didn't. That's your guys' yeah. fault. Okay. Good to I know. tell you what, like I, I really like Darmian just because he's so steady and like he does everything right. And 
And you know, I'll count Bastoni. You know, fuck it. I got his kit this year. Can I tell you, I haven't bought a kit yet this year. Yeah, you know what? You're smart. You save money. I'm stupid. I no, I'm I'm a little upset because I I love that away kit and I love that that third. Hardly wear it. The away one I love because it doesn't have the mountain. Yes. Like I I just I think it's so clean. It's so clean. And I want to get I want to get a barella away, and I, I think I think I want to get a Pavard third. I got a f- knockoff Turam third. I got a legitimate um, Bastoni oh, one. But did you get it from AliExpress? You loser. No, I think this one was DH Gate. DH Gate. It's <laughs> yes. just as bad, bro. It's I know. Just as bad. I know. I couldn't help myself. Like when you scored that screamer against Milan, I'm like fuck it, I'm getting a second one. Man was on but. DH Gate seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> love it but it got dropped off by a drone like two days later yeah. but i guess um, when it comes to a player that he could do something great and i don't care it's you know don't freeze don't freeze or uh <laughs> mkhitaryan but especially don't freeze but that's everybody's whipping boy chat yeah i don't he just does so many things wrong he's just not an actual footballer like that's no, that's my problem. Fast. With him. He's just fast. He's not even fast. That's a myth. There is no pace to Denzel Dumfries. He, he's somehow I think, always... I, honestly. I think it's just racism. That that's why people <laughs> say he's fast. I think that's why, man. That's that's the only thing that makes sense. <sighs> um. Anyway. Um. Okay. Nick Costa, yes. man of the match in this game. Who are you giving it to? Chalnalu, one A and Pavar one B, but. Chalanalu just because, especially that second half, and the mid and his teammates did a good job. I felt like under pressure, or when he was able to pick his head up, like he was just incredible, just controlling the he tempo. Did. He controlled the midfield so. I mean, he took amazingly. that game over. He that, that was his, like we said, it was his best game and Pavar's best game in an inter. Especially after shirt. the stinkers like Chalanoglu have been dropping the last few games, like yeah. the way he hey. came out and played this one was. Well rested and played out of his fucking mind. What a masterclass by Inzaghi turning him into a a very good regista. Yeah, I think the same way Spalletti turned Brozovic into a, an amazing regista. I mean, yeah, Inzaghi did the same thing with Hakan. Uh, just so good, and it's just so funny to see the transition because, like, from his time in Germany, he's an attacking mid. Mm-hmm. He's a free kick specialist. Like, mm-hmm. then he gets moved to. Metzala with well he's at first at Milan he's playing a little four of the two and then he gets converted to a Metzala. He's terrible as a Metzala with, Mil- with Milan. Milan. Yeah, like he was so bad. I remember la- like making fun of them for that. Um and then we get him on a free because of unfortunately what happens to to Christian Eriksen. Yeah. Um who still is a player that oh my gosh, do I wish we still had him? I really mm. do. Like he's one of my all-time favorite players, but anyway, um, to see the transition, it's first when he when he started doing it just to fill in for an injured Brozovic, and then to actually take over full, fully. Like, I feel like that that's why Inzaghi was okay with him being sold because of what he's already seen with Hakan, and uh-huh. to see the growth this year. Like knowing, I thought that he would actually maybe take a step back because he has nobody pressuring him for the starting job, and no, he's still been able to be immense as a as a regista and a. a Gosh, man, he's. I know I said that I'd be okay selling him, but like realistically, like I don't want Aslani to be the starter, so we can't really sell him. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. 
What about uh, what about you, Nick Diani? Who would you give man of the match to? I'm gonna give it to Inzaghi. How about that? Is that allowed? Oh, outside thinking, the box. Thinking outside the you box, know, this guy, I, man. I figured you guys from would kicks have the- and picks to I can't think of something that would have been a good rhyme. But anyway. <laughs> No, I figured you guys had the two actual players covered. Um, no, I think you got it all right. You know, we, we mentioned it's it's um, not easy to outcoach Max. It's not easy to overload Juve's D, and I, I think they did that with chances. I think they put everybody in, you know, obviously the correct position because they, these, the lineup wasn't all that different, but yeah. I think um, he empowered these guys to be where they needed to be when they needed to be there. You, you all mentioned it, right? Everybody looked comfortable on the ball. Everybody um, had an outlet, right? There were, there were players always available to receive a pass, uh, to, to make runs. Crosses were coming left and right. So I, I think uh, the pressure that Inter had on Juve the entire game really limited Juve's opportunity to, to do anything. And again, I don't think they necessarily wanted to. That's another story. But even if they did, I think Inter just aced the match. So got to give it to Inzaghi. I actually love that pick. Thinking outside too. the box there. Like that, that is, that is a great man of the match. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously I went over it. I, I, I thought Benji Pavard was, uh, was the guy and, don't really have to go too much more into that. I mean, I love him. I, I don't think I've ever seen a better thirty million dollar bargain signing that I, you know, that especially you this day possibly. and age. Yeah, for sure. Like the fact, and then seeing how Bayern are playing without him, like I'm sure that they would love nothing more than to have him back. Um, <laughs> Thomas Tuchel also has a shelf life of four months before Ooh. everyone wants to fucking stab him. That guy is the most overrated manager, in my opinion. Such an asshole, too. Like he, he really is. Like, I honestly think that after uh, Klopp leaves Liverpool, he's going to take a, some time off, but then he's going to eventually take the Bayern Munich job. You think so? I think so. Oh, I could be wrong, but I think I mean, it's either that or the or the German national team. One I see two. the national team before anything else. I don't but. know, man, but it's like I feel like don't you want to like just win one German title. Maybe. He didn't do that with Dortmund. Oh, you're right. No, did he? Was he the man? You're right. He was the manager there when he won. He definitely was. Yeah, yeah. He definitely was the manager when they won. You know what it is? I associate Marco Royce with him not, like Marco Royce not winning a a Bundesliga title. So I, I, but I forget that Klopp was there before Marco Royce got there. So I think, you know, this weekend, for the Bundesliga, it's for first place. Isn't Bayern play uh, Leverkusen this weekend? Isn't it funny? Uh, the, you, the biggest Bundesliga hater, know this. It's a horrible league. <laughs> <laughs> well, my one buddy's a, a Cologne fan, so I'm always like peeking in. Oh, and, uh, poor. Yo, how are you a Cologne? Aren't they I in mean, like 19th place? Yeah, they're they're like in that playoff relegation spot. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I then, didn't even think they have 19 teams. Aren't they in 18th place? <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, Shout out, shout out Schalke, who might get relegated to the third division. I, I want I want that to happen. Listen, for people who don't know, I used to work for a ticketing company called Vivenue. German-based. We had the ticket rights to Schalke. Went to a game there. Cool, cool, cool. All right, what an experience. I got laid off along with like a few other friends of mine who were at the company, who I actually brought with me to this company. So I basically cost them their, their job. <laughs> By, by making them leave where we were. 
Um, anyway, now I hate them. I hate Schalke. I like they've done nothing wrong. They were so nice to us, but no. I want them to be relegated just so they're taking. I'll, I'll join in. Goes fuck them. I will bet against them this week just for you. I love <laughs> it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Speaking of betting, my brother lost a terrible parlay on Inter. So he got he bet the under. The under was one and a half. I was like, I was like, that's a terrible idea. Like, I'll bet the over. He took the under. Um, he had over six and a half corners, which easy. easy. Um, what was the other one that he hit? Cards? It no, no, it wasn't cards. I forget what it was. Shots? Oh, oh, first first half anytime goal scorer was or any any like Inter would score in the first half and then he lost on Lautaro Martinez. All he needed was one shot. Shot on target. Oh. And Lauti didn't get one. And I thought he got credit for the one that where he kind of like muffed it, but nope. No no credit on that and he was so pissed. That sucks. Is he in Inter yeah. as well? My whole family is, yeah. Good. Good. Nobody, a, nobody, nobody in my family roots for anybody else. Good. Such That's a the tough... only team we agree on as a family. I got one brother who's a Rangers fan. Uh, uh-huh. He's de- he's dead to me. I got another brother. Uh, well, for football, I got my brother Joe likes the Bills. Ricky's a Giants fan. Tony's yeah. a Jets fan. My That's... dad's a Vikings fan. And then I got the Dolphins. When my dad moved from Italy, the first team he ever saw on TV were the Purple People Eaters. So he oh. just became a Vikings fan. And that's why because... my dad liked the Flyers. Well, he came to Philly, but saw the Flyers, went two cups. He's like, what a sport. Look at these guys beating the piss See? out of people. <laughs> See? Yeah. But my dad never for- tried to force us to be fans of his. Well, yeah, he never forced us. But like, I remember just waking up every morning and watching Inter with him, and I just fell in love mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. When I saw him breaking Dish, dish Network controllers over, oh. over losses to Juve. We had like, Dish is- Network, too. I was like, this is my team. <laughs> <laughs> and you watch it on Rye. Yeah. 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 In like 280p oh. or whatever it was. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Up until like 2012, I feel like. Yeah. I don't think HD came to Italy till, yeah, 2012, maybe, maybe later. But I remember going to, to, to my nonna's in, in Sicily and putting on the TV. And I don't even think they had HD. And that was maybe 20. No, I don't think it was HD in, even in 2014. Was the last time? Well, because then she she moved full time back back to the states. But yeah, <sighs> I haven't been in the motherland since two thousand and two, thousand six. Buddy, buddy, I don't know. You know what? We need you, honestly, Nick. I mean, I'll I'll say both Nicks. We need to we need to we need to plan a trip to uh to San Siro. Dude, I keep talking about my dad. Like he's getting up there. He's sixty five. Like yeah, you know, we gotta. You gotta fucking go. I've never been. I, I have to get out there. Oh, yeah. I have to. My heart aches sometimes watching like all that shit the going fact, on there. The fact that I've been to a Sicilian Derby, but I've never been to a Milan Derby is insane. <laughs> I'm a disgrace though. I can't speak it, so I don't I don't speak it as much as I used to. But I mean I just my, my when my nono passed away, I just didn't have to use it. That- yeah, I can understand it, but I can't really like. I can have like a minimal conversation with somebody. I can't. No. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get you on uh on Rosetta Stone. I know. We'll we'll, we'll take care of it. Anyway, 
Listen, I appreciate you guys hopping on to chat this match recap. We went all over the place for the listeners. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I had fun talking with these guys. Like we were able to go everywhere, talk about everything. Um, I know it's I, I kept them up late. I got the day off tomorrow. I don't know about you, Nick Costa. If I'm you're off. off tomorrow. You're up. Perfect. Okay. I don't feel bad. Nick Diani, I'm sorry. I work from home. It's okay. I'll All sleep right, in. Well. No one will know. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for joining. I'm not gonna end this like like Alessandro does. I don't have that 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 talent to to quote. Forza ragazzi. So, he does Forza it so ragazzi. well though. He th- I know. Like you gotta look at him too. You guys you are, like anybody like, that's listening can't ragazzi. he's like, like he's dialed just, in. He is yeah. dialed. He is looking at the mic, the passion in his voice. Um, Alessandro, listen, hopefully you're with us next time, buddy, because I need you to reel us in, control things, not let it get away and get out of hand like it just did, you know? But You guys made it so far. Like, I forgot it was an inter podcast for a second. You know, that's that was the beauty of it. I know. It was, it was honestly, it was just fun to talk. It was like just chatting with the boys. That's, that's what it felt like. I loved it. Need, need more of this. Beat Rome this weekend. <laughs> I'll I co-sign that. Absolutely co-sign that. Wait, wait. Oh, okay, Nick. Are there any are there any bets for the the Inter Roma game that oh, you dude. can? Uh... I, I'm unprepared. I'm sorry. It's Monday. No, no, no. I, no, I haven't don't... started looking. I didn't, listen. I didn't know. Apologies. You do not. But have it to will apologize. be previewed I, I put... on my show this week. You know what? Okay, fine. Don't even bring it up here. Listen to the Kicks and Picks podcast. Get your insight on on how to bet for Inter. Um, Very make likely. some money. Nick, Nick, listen, Nick Diani has made me money, guys. So. You guys got to listen. You. Weren't you? Well, how, the last two weeks you were like, what? Weren't you guys like 16 and four? Something like that? Holy shit. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Just put it that way. We had two really. We, we've been up Dude, and down this year. It's been a tough weeks. year, but we had, uh, we're on our third straight, like really good week. Hold on. I just fucking, I just tweeted it out. So let me get the numbers correct here. Perfect. Uh, 28 and two the last three weeks. So 20 Wait, wins out of 30 games. Yeah. 20, I'm sorry, 28 saw- and 2. 20 wins, eight, 8 losses, 2 pushes. Oh, 28 and 2. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that, that came off. I was like, wait, yeah. I thought it was like 8 and 2, 8 and 2. That's why I got confused. Yeah, I was like, so- all right. Still, 28 and 2. That's. Yeah, Boys, if you listen to right this and you, and you like gambling, bro, kick some picks, man. Appreciate you. Okay. But um, yeah, thank you guys again. Appreciate you guys who are hopping on and, and filling in for Alessandro here. And, uh, yeah, let's keep doing this. All right. Thank you guys.